Yuma Dafman Pestari's first email comes from Jonathan Stefanski. Dear Ravelli, since so many people write in with their various shyless, and since you're an expert in learning, business, family device, travel, and style, and staying humble among, among other things, I think one of the emails each day should be in the style of Dear Abby Letters. In that vein, I recently found out that one of my high school buddies was learning the Daf, so I suggested he check out your shear. He watched a couple of shear and loved it. The problem is that he feels badly switching from his current maggot chair. What would you advise? Signed, maggot chair confusion in T-neck. The next one is from Gedalia Pollock from Jackson, New Jersey. A long email that he is responsible for Yosef Warman, who's finishing uh, Shas for the first time. His, he has a safer Yosef Das, and he puts out the emails for him. He says, lastly, your incredible charts, props, jokes, and straightforward explanations are always immensely appreciated. May Hashem continue to give you bracha and achavas hadas to continue spreading Torah. Amen. Shkoyach Gedalia Pali, Shkoyach Jonathan Stefanski. So you would have been tests. Rav Chizah says that Hoylacha, which is the, the third Avoida, Shechita, Kabbalah, then Hoylacha, if Yisrael performs it, it's kosher. And he brings a right from Divri Ayam. It says in the Pasuk that there's a lot of work going on then in the Beis Hamikdash, and they brought in backup forces of Levim to help out the Kehana. So you had the Levim who did the Shechita, Shechita is Kosher Bizarre, then the Kehana did the Kabbalah, and then it says that the Kohanim took the blood from the Levim. Seems like that the Levim, they did the Hailacha. In other words, Azar could do the Hailacha and it's kosher. Rapa will explain that what happened was the Levim were just holding it for the Kohanim. They didn't advance it towards the Mizbeach. They're just like a bench and therefore it was okay. Rav Papa has another suffolk. Continuing with the Sveikas and the Gemara. What if his friend of the Kohen Gadol did the Chafina, put his two hands in the Ketairis, and put it into the Kohen Gadol's hands? Do we say, the Pasuk says, Velokach, although the Velokach goes in the beginning of the Pasuk on the coals, and not in the Chafina, so therefore it would be enough to do Vehevi. The Kohen Gadol at the end of the day brings the Chafina into Kodesh HaKadoshim, or perhaps no. Velokach at the beginning of the Pasuk goes on the entire Pasuk, and the Kohen Gadol has to do the Lekicha, lift up, and do the first Chafina. Rebchanina, was older than Rabbi Shuban Levi. Why? Because Rabbi Shuban Levi called Rabbi Hanina Rebbe. And he wouldn't call, you don't call somebody Rebbe unless that person is older. He says, Rebbe Hanina Hitterly, he allowed me to grind and then drink crest juice. Why? It was for a trufa on Chavez, it was medicine on Chavez, and Hanina was a doctor, and he said that it in fact helps sick people, so it's a you're allowed to grind it on Shabbos now if you're not grinding so it would be allowed to, to eat and drink as is, why? because nobody could tell or discern that you're doing it for before, but anyway you could see from here that Rebchanino was a doctor because people would ask after they get hit by a red donkey with, with uh, white feet they would ask, is this wound going to heal? and he would say no, it can't heal so since people came for medical advice, he's a doctor. Rebchanina holds that if the Kohen Gadol dies after he does the Shechita on his par, so the second Kohen Gadol has to bring another par. Because he has to bring another par, so he certainly has to do another Chafina. Because Chafina that happens before the Shechita of a par is possible. And if he brings another bull, after his friend already did Chafina, so it comes out that he brought his bull after Chafina. But Yerushua Levi, on the other hand, says, the second Kohen Gadol doesn't have to bring another par. 
And that's why Rabbi Shimon Levi had the question, what happens if the first Kayin Gadol could be Yaitza with the first Kayin's Chafina? Rabbi Papa says, if you hold of the idea that there's a second Chafina, once the Kayin Gadol comes into the Kayin Shukadashim, he has to take the spoon and flip it over into his hand in a certain way, as we're going to see soon. So why can't the second Kayin just do that Chafina and he's Yaitza? The Torah says, do Chafina, he did a Chafina. The only question would be, if you don't need to do a second Chafina. But Rav Huna Berei, the Rav Yeshua, says the exact opposite. He says, if you have to do a second Chafina in Kadesh HaKadashim, then it's possible. Why? Because it can't be that the first Chafina is the same exact size as the second Chafina. It's two separate people and it has to be the same exact size. You can't be bigger, more, or less than the first one. And therefore it's possible. From the Mishnah that says the words, after it says that if a large handed kain does is chafina or a small handed kain, it's all good, and then it says So you could say maybe those words mean that you have to do a second chafina. Because no, perhaps it means, maybe it means that you have to make a kli for chafina. However, at the end of the day, there's a b'raisa that says exactly how they do the chafina in Kadesh HaKadoshim. And from that, you can see that you have to do a second chafina. It says it's foul. It says the Kain Gadol holds the spoon with both of his hands, with his fingers. And he brings the spoon closer to him with his thumbs. And he grabs the handle with his elbows. Or he does so with his teeth. And then with his thumbs, he flips the cup upside down with the k'taris into his hands. And we say this is one of the three most difficult avoiders in the Besamidosh because he has to empty the entire spoon into his hand without spilling even one granule onto the, onto the floor. But we see from here that the Kangado did a second chafina. What does he do with that chafina? He has the tires in his hands. Now what? Does he just pour it in one shot on the coals? And like this, the smoke will come up very slowly until it overcomes that big pile of tires. Or perhaps. He pours it on slowly and there's going to be a lot of smoke and it'll chase him out of the Kodesh Kodashim really quickly. If the Kayin Gadol shechs the par and he dies, the question is, does the second Kayin Gadol just take over the blood and keep on going? Machlaikis. Rishlakish and Rizvok say that the blood is just like it's considered the par. So therefore, you can just take the blood and go in. Ruchanin and Rabbi say, no, it's not considered like the bull. Perhaps you could ask from a Karim Pesach. The halacha is that you cannot come in and out of a group once Shechita is done. The question is, why not? If we're saying blood is like the carbon Pesach, blood is like a par, blood is like a sheep. So why can't you just come in and out of the group as long as you have the blood before you did Zerika? Because you can say, by carbon Pesach, there's a special gift of the cost. It says, and when you take the hay, we switch it to Ches, the, the se has to be alive. How about it says, that you don't do Pesach Amar, firstborn donkey, you only do, you have to redeem it with a sheep and not with a calf, and not with a chayo, and not with a shechted sheep, and that's the raya. Not with a treifa, not with klein, meaning a goat and a sheep together, or a koi, which is the product of a goat and a deer. But you see that a shechted sheep is not considered a live sheep, that they're two different things. Over there also you can answer, because there's a special Zerushal that says, Sese, you learn from Karim Pesach. But Karim Pesach is only a year old, and has to be a male, and has to be without a mom. But over here, you could have a two-year-old and in a keva with a mom. Why? Because it says, tifta, tifta, it's a riboy. On the other, on the flip side, there's a miot. That if it's shechted or if it's treifa, then it's no good.
Why? We have the meat of Sesa. Have a wonderful day.